This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good-aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Daniel. There are many eyes in the shadows. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar, and no, no surname. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for 75 years. I'm Kevin. I am here to learn to be a better knight, I guess, for lack of a better word. I, I, I kind of have my own personal quest, I guess, uh, just to become a protector of people. And I'm Tinzian. <laughs> One of the beauties of D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. And I'm watching three cats fight for my amusement. <laughs> and this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, April 20th, and this is episode 52, or otherwise known as 52B, in a weekly series <laughs> following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. And this is a special episode, so I'm going to let Tinsian catch us up on where we are currently. Dungeon Master, you are a go. I sort of thought it would be nice if uh, we were able to bring the party together um, and reunify after Cesar's player was unavailable uh, to record last weekend. And since Cesar tends to be an interesting fellow, I sort of thought it would be nice to include him in and uh, do a, what was Cesar doing? And since we can figure that he wasn't near one of the brothels or uh, retirement homes of Winterhaven during this, something interesting must have happened. So for those people who have written in, Let's go and have an episode with Cesar. All right, let's hear a little about Cesar. A second here. Raised as a slave by the Red Wizards of Thay and their undead armies, Cesar used his knowledge of artificing to escape. Now he aids his companions with works of wonder. If you listen closely while he works, perhaps you can hear his thoughts. Science! that's great all right um cesar yes i sort of figured that uh you were a little apprehensive last time if i recall correctly about following the large giant spider um into the woods as uh thorn was attempting to um make it hide amongst the trees since he was trying to ditch the party. Um, That's about the last thing I remember, yep. Yeah, so I kind of think that it's maybe a little bit opportune that you weren't here last week because maybe you can help advance this storyline even further because there's been a lot of oddities the last couple of episodes and you've been around since uh, fairly along the beginning of... Um, season one so you've you've got some experience with this odd tower in winter haven and you've seen some weird things and then for the episode that you were here uh you you heard of a lot of odd things 
So why should you feel left out? Okay. As you guys were riding along and came across Thorn and were doing your thing, there's kind of this moment where you're riding along, focus on the spider, and you hear, uh, uh, Cesar! <laughs> okay. Uh, hello? Cesar! <laughs> where is the sound coming from? Well, that's the kind of the odd thing. It sounds like it's coming right out of your, uh, your ear or, you know, maybe your own head, but, uh, um... <laughs> Kind of, sort of like the uh, the the radio Britain or UK things back back in the day, where they're like tap tap, you know, anyone receiving. But there's sort of this kind of pause, and um, the voice really kind of sounds like you. But there there's there's some there's some issues a little bit with the uh, either the audio quality or the source. But um, there's a there's a bit of Cesar. Okay. Um, I'll sort of, if I haven't stopped already, I'll sort of slow and stop my, my horse and, and look around and, and go, uh, uh, he- hello? Yes? Oh, oh, oh good. You, you do have that innate sense of curiosity. Still. Then. What? You're curious. Y- yes? As to, first of all, who, who are you? Cesar. <laughs> Yes, Cesar. Yes, I I I kind of see. We I was a little slow on the pickup, but the game seems to be working just fine. Uh, r- right. What? What? What's going on? Well, we do share the same analytical mind. Theory, boy. Theory. Form a hypothesis. Right. Uh. So, I hear a voice. It sounds familiar. I see no one. You are me. Well, okay, we've, we've gotten to the basics of this. And the part that I don't quite get is you not understanding what's going... Oh. Oh. Wait. What was that sanitary? Oh. You... You haven't invented this yet. Oh. Forgot. Right. So this is more of what seems to be going on with some sort of temporal issues, if I would be to guess. Sometimes to uh, break, the, break the mold of things and shape them in the proper way, we, we kind of got a little bit, a little uh, on the chaos, a little, little on the chaos theory. To, uh, to do this. Right. So, I get the sense that all of us are, have been, it's hard to put into words when it's something so far from what I've experienced. It seems as though us, me and my fellow compatriots, have been I don't know if inter- take, a moment, take, take a moment, boy. Deep, deep breath. We, we, under, <laughs> we, under, we understand the, the Red Wizards of Fay were known to rattle on for hours, and kind of like that Tinsian fellow. But you know, just <laughs> uh, well, uh, take a, take a breath. Take a hmm. take a moment. We, we we have some you know impending doom coming, but you know we can spare a second or two. Right. It, you so know. you 
and the others from me, you meaning me, and the others are here now from the future, except you are here. Our present. Yes, our, our, our present. You, yes. My future. Our present, yes. Yes, my, my future. <laughs> so, except you're not here physically. Oh, 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 I am. It, it's, we're supposed to be kind of, um, shush. Caesar. Kind, kind of. <laughs> Wrap it up, old man. Kind, kind of. Discreet? Yes, yes, discreet. And the, the voice that you're hearing for Xanatari uh, sounds likewise a little bit different um, and sort of as if she's standing a little bit away from whatever this source is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the, the point is that uh, Xanatari tonight is actually not... The present day Xanatari is not with Cesar. Is is right. uh, I'm hearing that in my head as well. Yes. Well, I I dare say you haven't exactly succeeded at being completely discreet, seeing as we've heard descriptions of all of you from different towns members. It, it's it's an it's a necessary thing. We've we've actually been doing quite a lot that's fallen under noses and. You've been doing a lot that's kind of fallen under your own noses. And Heaven forbid all, we don't save this stick. You know, it's we're all just kind of doing things, but we, we kind of feel that at this crossroads, you you all are, are very well motivated, Cesar, and mm-hmm. you you especially are continue to make myself proud. Well I'm but glad to hear that I'm I'm proud of me, but we we ha- we have well a bit of a disagreement where some some members uh, Eldrock included uh, kind of feel that we should just not help directly and well uh, I, I I'm I'm of the feeling that you know we, we we're always taking you know a little bit of liberty here and there so you know why not. Help, but there's, there's, there's is a bad crossroad, Cesar. Bad. Go, go back a a, a, a tick there. What did you say, Eldrock? Yes. He. Yeah. He's dead. No, he he was. Um, what? So let me. So is Eldrock with you now? He he he's around. We're all kind of around here and there, but we sort of took off and Xanatari decided to kind of be a follow along and are are all of you from the same when yes it's it's the group as as it is we can't tell you if there's any additions or modifications of course because you know that would throw the variables into complete mm. complete just disarray mm-hmm. much, much more so than thorn at a Buffet and uh, yeah, oh. cr- crushing an errant butterfly and all that. Yes, yes, very good. You, you've, you've, you've at least remembered that part of your 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 books, and mm-hmm. I believe I believe that's the the doodling aspect of you coming through. It's hmm. definitely once the 
once the conditioning from the days, including the mind control and the death word trigger, it was, oh, Zan Zantari, you're you're looking at me. Like, oh, no, he he doesn't know about that. Yeah, you didn't hear that. There's yeah, right. Red wizards, please. Cesar, yes. We we we've got a problem. I think Wh which we. Um, the entire prime material plane, for lack okay. of a better term. That's a that's an inclusive we. Have, have have you have you gotten into your plan your theory yet? I kind of forget that you were sort of the whipping boy for the Thay for uh, here and there, here and there. Okay, well you know it, it's. <sighs> have you looked up recently? Uh, no. Uh, uh, so, Cesar, uh, I, I, I need me to go out to a, to a clearing, well, uh, the, the, the you, me, and, uh, look up, there's, they're, they're distressing. All right, uh, okay, let's see if I can manage this beast. Come on, you, th this way, come on. Fights with the horse and finally gets him to turn to where the, where he wants him to go and I guess goes and, assuming it's not an issue, goes and finds a clearing close by. Uh, up books in up. the, up in the sky, uh, there. When you remember, when you left Winterhaven, you remember that the time of the moon was roughly the um, the first crescent, heading towards the first crescent moon. Waxing much like crescent. it does. Thank you, waxing crescent. Uh, much as it is during the normal lunar cycle. However, the moon right now is. Um, appears like there's some sort of eclipse going across it where it makes the waxing crescent look like it, the sliver of light is at the bottom of the moon instead of the side of is the it, moon. As if it's rotated like 90 degrees counterclockwise? Yes, but it sort of looks like as you are looking, there's some sort of... Well, for some reason, it looks like this crescent is opening up. Um, and the light that is part of the visible crescent is more and more sort of this deep orange or red type color. Um, do you have any sort of experience with astronomy or want to roll your nature check or anything along those lines? Because there's something extremely important that you may or may not be aware of. Let's go with the nature. Okay. I have a plus seven to nature, so let's roll. I rolled a six. Plus seven is 13. Okay. Well, in this case, the unlucky number is, well, your unlucky number. In that... Horrors upon horrors, the constellations of the sky seem somewhat out of whack in that the hand of Vecna, or the constellation of Vecna, mm -hmm. who is the demigod of secrets and undeath and just general malfeasance, mm -hmm. um, is angled in such a way that it looks like the hand is reaching down towards... Um, some sort of open rock field area where occasionally there is a 
snippet of light or fire or some sort of weird shapes moving along um, the light in the area having rapidly decreased. But you swear you saw a giant spider charging some boulders. and um, This is off in the distance somewhere? Yes. Okay. Um, you can clearly tell that uh, your compatriots are up to something. And, sure. But the, the hand, especially as Thorn bursts onto the rock field and executes a charge... Uh, you sort of see almost like the constellation quiver or come closer to um, the land as if there's sort of this weird change in the magnification or something along Mm. those lines. But it looks between the moon, perhaps a one-eyed face of the sky, and the hand, it seems to want to grab towards Thorn. Well... Shit. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> pretty much what I said when uh, when you saw it, when I told you, and I looked at that back then, and I'm now telling you, and I'm, oh, this is quite the Mobius. I'd love to have some time to study this, but, well, you know, as you can see, we're kind of up a creek without a paddle or so yeah. forth, but mm-hmm. there's... There's some stuff. I, I, I know you can see your party fighting down there, and uh, yeah, they'll, all, they'll all kind of handle it. And I think, I think to this day, if I sort of looked over at Xanatari and asked her, she'd lick this fondly as far as how many uh, ways she managed to kill some drow. <laughs> there was one thing where she was told to protect them, and an awesome bolt of thunder and lightning fried them good. Sounds like Xanatari. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hang on. Some things let never me, change. Let me let me kind of let me kind of move over here. She's she's gonna throw the the magnification on this. Sasser. Yeah. Um there's there's a bit of a problem ahead of you and uh I kinda of feel that we need to have it be a little bit more expedient to things and uh yeah. well there's there's yeah. We need we need to pass along something and, and kind of kind of break things here, but uh I, I, I kinda of think we should meet. Oh, all right. Well, where are you? Um. Well, let's see. Did I remember where I was when that? Let's see. Hmm. 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 Oh yes, I I believe we're uh, where I'm looking at it. Uh, I think we're a good seventy paces to your to your southwest and. Oh. Uh, um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't come in all, you know, supercharging and stuff. There, kind of, you know, some things in here that have uh, tenacity to bite. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, Cesar dismounts. He uh, ties the reins to a branch, lets the horse graze in the open clearing or whatever. If there's something to graze, and then he starts heading towards the southwest. Just okay. Um, you're able to make your way, uh, towards the direction that Cesar Cesar, or as they like to call him, Big Papa Cesar, <laughs> <laughs> like to, uh... Like See the only one with red pants? Oh, right. <laughs> and the beard. You do have the beard. Yeah, it's true. Once a year, a holiday is named after him. Um, as you make your way in towards the direction that the future Cesar gave to you, 
You see off in the distance what appears to be the remains of a large bonfire that has grown somewhat cool to the, and shows the coals and occasionally a breeze passing over these coals causes them to ignite a little bit. But it's, it, it's a pleasant scene, but farther distant than you yourself are planning to travel. Mm-hmm. Further through the trees, um, you see the blue electrical sparks and some almost like a electrical water playing over some sort of item and it's quite beautiful you've heard rumors of will o the wisps before but this is this is exquisite whatever it is that you're this whatever phenomena you're looking at okay at this point, I'm going to offer for Xanatari to give a description, because I think you'll see her first. Um, okay. So, Xanatari, go ahead and, and give us the the epic Xanatari and perhaps a greeting or some. Right. Um, at this point, I think I've been running around the town doing the various things that they'll hear about in the next episode, um, I have much more elaborate armor than ever before. I have a sword, and my sword has a blue kind of sheen to it and an occasional spark at the end. Sweet. Um, we all, I believe, had epic horses at this point, so I will be riding my horse Clyde, who at this, at this <laughs> moment is a little more experienced than he was and stronger and uh, more obedient, so I will be riding so is, my horse Clyde. Is it a Clyde's tale? Of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you could have named it Dale. That would have been funny, too. <laughs> um, coming out of the trees, uh, from the direction of, uh, I guess, the Church of Palor, uh, kind of that direction, but in the forest, and I would come up to you and give you a nod and, and say, Wow, I forgot what you looked like when you were so young. Oh, well, I guess that's encouraging. Uh I, you certainly look more impressive. <laughs> Upgrades for the win. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Around this time, and Cesar, you will wonder back to maybe a week ago when I asked you what your sort of favorite thing was for Cesar in terms of uh, mathematics or theory. Mm-hmm. Um, on Twitter, and you came back with mathematics. I did. So... There is, from further in from the copse of trees, a, a sound as in your head. Uh, there's the momentary sort of sound loop back as what Xanatari says to you comes around from whatever the source is that's projecting into your head. So sort of a sound loop, and you just hear, oh, oh, wait a minute, I, I see one of the buggers. He's trying to ambush you. And you hear this sort of thwack um, you're very familiar at this point with the sound of a crossbow mm-hmm. going off. But instead of a bolt that you can see, you sort of see this silvery, golden, almost mathematical equation that just changes and morphs as it flies rapidly through the, through the air mm-hmm. and strikes some form that was about 15 feet from you but not, you know, coming up from your blind side. Okay. 
um, Scissor's eyes widen as he sees the bolt fly from wherever the sound of the crossbow originated, and then his head whips around as he follows it, and it strikes true into whatever creature was trying to ambush me. The interesting part, though, that I'll, I'll let you know for your character is that if you've had some sort of weird, not weird, but maybe you've had some sort of dominant mathematical thought of late or something along those lines, or perhaps an idea or perhaps a theory, mm-hmm. seeing this seems to be the generations further down the line of that initial thought that you've had. So you've sort of seen something made manifest that to you is like a complete pipe dream. Kind and of all like you Doc Brown seeing the flux capacitor after just yeah. striking his head on the toilet. Yes, but it's okay. it's the entire speed of the calculation as it soars through the air and hits whatever it is is just almost too fast to see, but you you, you know it in your yeah. brain. You you have seen maybe like the first variable of this thing it, and it's just gobsmacking you know for our wow. foreign listeners but um coming out uh a, a little bit from behind a, a, a series of bushes and trees is a rather young looking fellow and he's carrying what appears to be sort of a, a parabolic or shotgun mic, but the mechanics on it are, are quite odd in that it seems to be, instead of sucking up sound, it also seems to be capable of sending sound. So it's just this kind of claptrap sort of oddity. Okay. Do I recognize whoever it is? Yes, however, you haven't seen him in a good 50 years. Or you might not have seen him because I don't know what your access to mirrors was. Uh But this figure comes walking up to you with sort of the standard, but get far more practice. I mean, just, it's just that damn good a swagger. (laughs) You know, it's... Cesar enters the room, people take notice. Yeah. Kind of thing. And walks up next to Xanatari and slaps you on the other shoulder and he goes, Wow, I I forgot what what I looked like when I when I was younger too. I thought you said that if two of you got together, somehow the awesomeness would explode the universe, old man. Well, just you wait. And he just kind of and, you know, Cesar points to the sky and goes, well, you know, well, when we have this sort of thing going on, I, I guess it can be mildly more awesome. But yes, in, in, in theory, I'm sure in 20 years or so, it'll catch up and reverberate and it'll ruin someone's day. <laughs> Dare I say it takes two to make a thing go right? <laughs> oh, and we are two wrongs to make a right or two rights that make a right. Either way, uh-huh. our calculations are perfect. It's, it's it's the statement of a great mint. Yeah. <laughs> yes. In fact, in fact, there's possibly some druids now that I've hired to expand the forest by double, just because it can't really contain all that quite much. And he kind of flicks his hair back, and he's 
very sort of very still the artificer, but there's maybe a little bard, there's maybe a little something. There's he's very not quite so protective okay. of due to the infirmities of age. Yeah. But there there's definitely sort of a Han solo kind of Caesar's charisma isn't eleven anymore, is it? Well, we just need to know our own potential stuff. He's just kind of he's sort of like reading you and sort of reading your eyes and kind of kind of goes, you know, our our potential when we were uh, under different management was kind of keeping us down the corporate ladder and well, and you know how it is. How how old are you? Oh, uh, let's see. And he kind of, in the future, Cesar looks over at Xanatari and then looks back and goes, I think, she, I think she'd probably kill me if I told her her actual age. And it just, <laughs> you don't, you don't do these things with the ladies, but you do other things with the ladies. <laughs> in your dreams, older young Cesar. <laughs> and you, you, you just, there's, there's just that, there's just enough that it's the old, you know, the, the current Cesar has not lost his touch by any means, but. Of course he hasn't. Are you kidding yeah. me? There aren't enough realities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's plenty of them. We've been, we've been to quite a few realities, and some we won't talk about, and some probably at some point in time they're going to really wish they hadn't been there. But we've we've done plenty, plenty of hoppering. But we're we're getting beyond the point, and he kind of right. points to the sky again. And this time yeah. it's almost like the eye is almost well, the moon is almost open, but it's looking more and more like an eye, and it's just the feeling in this area is just really bad. <clears throat> you remember um, the last time the moon looked strange, right? I think it was blood red and there was a keep involved. Yeah. Well, I don't really remember that much. I was inside when all that started. I mean, oh, sorry. <clears throat> I don't there something in my throat there. I, was, I believe I entered the scene uh, when we were already inside so i don't i don't remember too much of that but i think i remember you saying something about that yes it generally doesn't bode well when astrological shifts occur well just 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 so just so we're both on the same page because you know and i know this will be a very easy explanation because we we're just that good but i just wanted to try and make it clear that what thorn is doing you 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 kind of need to keep an eye on him because he he's known for falling here and there, but he could potentially bring about the you know the 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 downfall um, of at least this continent, uh, let alone the entire primordial primordial plane. But what what is it exactly he's doing? Well, he's collecting, being he's like, himself. Well, well, right, but I don't kinda, see there's, getting there's, drunk on a picture of mead and uh, jumping down holes, endangering the existence of existence itself. But there's there's sort of a sideways glance to Xanatari as if, um, okay, are we actually sort of in the right time area? Because he seems to be getting a little frustrated that he's kind of striking out so much in terms of knowledge that he sort of presumes as being commonplace knowledge to current Cesar. Um, 
that's right. You you haven't quite found out about him yet, but uh, he his his tribe they're uh, they like to collect artifacts, and uh-huh. he's trying to trying to get to this point of prestige with his tribe, and uh, he's kind of been assigned a rather uh, a daunting task, and that's to retrieve the uh, wand of Orcus. Yeah, and um, the the. Rod of Orcus? E, e, yes, yes, that that one, the one, the one that occasionally Orcus uh, likes to toss out into the world and uh, cause a little mischief with. A, a little, uh, a, a little, but um, you, you mm-hmm. this is this, this is still the point where there's there's kind of some weird cultist thing going on, right? Yes. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Thorn. Thorn's kind of been playing with some fire. <laughs> I would say, what a fool! Well, well, he he doesn't quite know what he's playing with. He just knows that he's kind of got this image of what he's supposed to be playing with. I, I think maybe if you handed him a jellyfish, he he might still think it's. <laughs> no, no, don't spoil the story, old man. Oh yeah, well we we won't talk about the kraken. Oh, um. Huh. In, in anyways, uh, the 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 current Thorn, well, he he he's still with us, and he he understood that he he made a mistake. So I don't suggest just killing him, but uh, you got you guys need to get to that the you guys need to get to the seven pillared city with great haste. Um, and then he sort of arcs up the uh, brings up the. Um, crossbow and shoots again, and he goes, "All these damn drow!" Oh, 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 God! We're at this point, aren't we? Oh, I. He kind of looks at you and looks you up and down, and he goes, "I, I, I kind of think about getting some more equipment than what you may think you think you have." Have any to loan? Uh, none, none that I, none, none for this part. No, well, actually, maybe. And he kind of fishes around and um, pulls out this sort of large, it's almost kind of like a two-by-four sized object, but it's it's doubly thick than a two-by-four. And So a four-by-four? Yes. <laughs> yes, you are, you are correct. Uh, he kind of he gives you a wink and goes uh this is this is this is one of our creations and you know it's pretty slick uh, works for zombies too some people some people seem to like it it's a uh, uh repeating crossbow it's kind of kind of a nice thing and uh fishes out another small box but he takes the the first bit of wood and kind of kicks the end of it and it it springs together into a what appears to be a crossbow uh-huh. and slaps a uh, the second block into on top of um, the uh, the crossbow yeah and you don't see a hole or anything it just seems to meld together cool and it's like uh, six shots I, I figured you know I'm the lucky seventh Wow. That's rather impressive, and uh, keep keep it keep it kind of on the down low. Uh, I I don't 
I don't know if uh, the uh, the agents and other things around the, the multiverse would uh, be quite so happy for this to come falling out ahead before it's even invented. But the, um, the Time Lords, if you will. Mm, no, no, we're, we're not. We're not. We're not all kind of wibbly wobbly copyrighty here yet. Trademark. Time Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> the princes of time. The chronological captains. <laughs> there you go. The second squad. <laughs> um. But yeah, kind of, kind of keep that on the down low. But um, well, you, you might have the strength to to wield it. But uh, you know, I kind of, mm, yeah, I, I might, I might be doing a bad thing. I that might explain that broken arm I had and shoulder. I'm sure, I'm sure it's fine. And he swipes out his hand. Pelvis. <laughs> yeah, that that pelvis, that pelvis hurt. Um, he kind of winces like he's got a long back memory and it's sort of the expression <laughs> that one has when they first stick a fork in the power socket to see if it actually does something and it does mm-hmm. and there's kind of the momentary dawn that Cesar has just inflicted something upon himself and he's kind of like well okay <laughs> you know but uh, he also pulls down um, kind of gives a whistle and Eric, got a question for you. Yes, Seth. Epic, Cesar. What kind of animal or other sort of mount might an epic Cesar have? Hmm. Go for the giraffe. You know, a, a chipmunk. <laughs> you know, a, what 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 kind of what kind of something would an artificer of Cesar's quality. Rabbit suggests Clockwork Nightmare. <laughs> you know, I was, I was, I was thinking a uh, what's what's one of those reclining beds that's dragged around by people, um, you know, with with four slave Leas. But we, you know, we're really crossing some oh. <laughs> boundaries there. But <laughs> um, I would say either a giant flying squirrel or a giant frog. Okay. Going with the flying squirrel. There we go. Um, Cesar uh, gives a whistle out into the woods, and there's sort of a, uh, a sleek form giant uh, kind of blob that is moving around the woods until it uh, comes into the close enough proximity to be a bit of a, a modified giant flying squirrel. It has some, definitely some uh, parts like a a false eye, what appears to be a false eye, and nice, um, you know, a good sturdy saddle and and so forth. It's mm-hmm. it's there, uh, and he takes oh, goes over to one of the saddle bags and he he pulls out uh, pulls out um, one bag and then kind of looks at Zantari and. Goes, uh, 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 look, look, look over there. It's, it's, a, uh, it's, a, uh, it's, a, uh, it's evil. Giant frog over there looking at the combat. What? The fighting. Turn around. 
<laughs> you know what I'm going to do anyways. You, you're the one that pretty much busted me for it. So please, I, I got to have my pride in front of the, the younger me. I got to teach this. Me. All right. I would sigh and say, frog, where? And the future Cesar rapidly pulls out a smaller bag and runs over to the side of Cesar and pushes the smaller bag quickly um, against sort of the the hit the hand hidden furthest away from um, uh, Xanatari or anyone who who might be in appearance and goes he goes mm-hmm. uh, you you're gonna understand what this one's for uh, yeah you we were kind of doing that sort of thing um, in that day right um, this other one uh, no this the second one this no, this non-existent second thing. You turn around now! Cesar <laughs> <laughs> uh. slips it sort of away. Yep. Hides it among his yep. belongings. And with, with, a, with a great show of aplomb, he kind of goes, Oh, wait, no, that wasn't a giant. That was just a tree. I, I'm sorry, Xanatari, please. Uh. <clears throat> How what a shame. Of me too. Common, common mistake. Project, project common mistake, you know, chap. Project, project such a thing. Uh, project such a thing. Yes. Mm. Um, uh, we're we're kind of of the mindset that uh, you you guys don't have much research on this seven pillared hall and uh, the trade practices here, and uh, we we've kind of learned that um, going in as an outsider and. Uh, someone on the unknown can can pretty much be uh, damn near a death sentence, as Mithrin almost learned uh, the accusations were, were later revoked, but, you know, it was all accusations, I, I assure you, and kind of gives the wink of, you know, there was just some hellacious party somewhere that went wrong. Um, but we, we kind of feel that may, maybe if you guys went in and paid for uh, the citizenship, uh, you've got a you've got an option there to go in, and it kind of puts you above the merchants, and the merchants are treated pretty pretty well. But um, there's enough problems in that city, and and what kind of and he kind of points underground, like it's the big secret is there's something under the ground. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of the, you know, sort of you don't talk about that sort of thing. Um, you know, it, it would probably smooth your way if uh, we could we could do that. And uh, from, what, from what we see from the calculations, uh, you, you, you haven't all killed anyone prematurely that we're aware of in that group. Done. Oh, my God, Xanatari, did you? The, wow, my back had been turned during that one, but I just saw that lightning bolt that Thorin was, oh, Wow. And there's this rumble of thunder that's just echoing up from out in the rock field and stuff. It's just this massive, disgustingly awesome <laughs> bolt, pillar of light. Lightning has just come down and just zotted the absolute bejeebus out of something. <laughs> you know, it's just... And for those who have listened, uh, we'll know what's going on while this is happening. Um, but for, for Cesar's player, uh, it was pretty freaking awesome because, um, 
the drow managed to piss off Xanatari's deity enough that uh, it answered a direct request of Xanatari's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it made me a little unhappy, but it was fine. <laughs> um, and future Cesar just kind of stands there with his hands on his hands on his hips for a moment and he kind of has this weird sort of clippy harness thing that he puts his uh, crossbow onto and starts to clap towards Xanatari oh my dear that oh the stories I have heard in the thousands of different ways that I've heard that told <laughs> I am glad that the traveling companionship of this to this date has brought me here because that one I, I I don't think I'll sleep for at least a month. Never let it be said. I don't know how to treat a prisoner well. Oh, I need to somehow duplicate that. That would be an awesome spell. I agree. Oh, pit lords and devils. Hell, I might just go back to my old employer. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. Oh yes. Uh. But we 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 sort of took up a collection for you all, and uh, we think we think that this is the bounty payment uh, that you will. You each need uh, in, in, in some total, and, uh, well, you know, you can kind of say that maybe you stepped on a leprechaun or uh, Perhaps something, some of that lifted cash you're carrying. What? Oh, what are you talking about? There's, there's, no, there's no lifted cash whatsoever. The only lifted cash is off the, the bodies, and it's equally distributed in all ways. <laughs> we know this thing. We have, we have, and he kind of sla starts slapping his hands together, sort of the back of, the back of one hand into his palm, and he starts kind of ranting in this sort of professor ways. We, I have proven the mathematical theory behind our loot distribution, and it is flawless. It, in fact, uh, we have that got us into the whole call. Uh, 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 Who's the and, one that lost and, his pants and his shirt in that round? And he just kind of stops and he looks at her with a kind of a raised eyebrow, and it just. I think he's more realizing that he was about to spill the beans on something that he he shouldn't have spilled the beans on. So he's he's gonna let that go. But he's just like, oh, but who, but who was it that just wouldn't stop actually announcing it and and looking in the general direction? I I, I do believe I do believe somebody said it was oh, hmm, what did they say? It was something cool. Hmm. Hurry um, up, old man. I want to see the fight. But there's there's, there's the bounty payment that you'll need, and then there's a little extra, because you guys are going to have to get some equipment, because it's it's bad. It's it's very oh, oh, bad. All right. Uh, so how much is here? Um, there's there's 50,000 platinum. That 50. silence is in character. Um. 50,000. <laughs> 50, Platinum, and he kind of, kind of gives the sort of wink and the, the nudge and the. What, uh, what's needed for the, uh, what was it, the, the bounty that you were buying citizenship or what, what was it? Uh, forty-five. Forty-five needed for the citizenship. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good. Leaving, leaving, leaving five thousand for for the supplies, and trust me on this one, you're probably going to need it all. But uh, it's. Yeah, it, it, it gets bad. Mm. I'd say. Um, this is quite a chunk of change. I'll have to 
think of... Hmm. Maybe I'll... Maybe I'll claim I made it. It's well, counterfeit. It's... It could it could very well be, but of of course of course it's so it's so counterfeit that it looks legitimate. It's it's oh, awesome. I'm, it's I'm, excellent. I'm good at my job. Yes, I don't yes. do anything half-assed. I'm 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 glad you didn't choose that other option that I was thinking of because you know that just would have been embarrassing. But this go go with the counterfeiting. I I like that one. That that one will work well. Um, oh 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 oh, they're they're. Oh, they are doing the charge. Oh, I kind of forgot this part. Ooh, yeah. I um Scissor cranes his neck to try to see what's going on over in basically, basically the spider has come charging out again. There is a figure atop it. There is another very, very impressively well done and well mannered uh in terms of discipline, uh Warhorse charging so shortly behind the spider, followed by what is uh, clearly Xanatari, um, heading towards the giant purple worm and uh, a couple drow. And the future Shazer kind of whistles and, uh, by the way, as as as, you're, as this is all happening, um, you'll note that the the moon above you. Yeah. Is entirely full and blood red, and um, if you wish to make a religion check or some sort of um, history or academia or whatever you'd you'd like to do, um, okay, I'll make a history check. I'm trained in that. I have a thirteen bonus, so rolled a twelve, so twenty five in history. You know. From past times, there have been um, times of, of legend and strife where Orcus has been known to be involved, and it's been sometimes it's quiet for a while, sometimes it's not, but it's usually heralded by the sign of Orcus, and the usual sigil for him is a single blood red eye. But in this case, it must be far more than what could fit on the tabard of a cleric hmm. right that that uh that moon is bothering me it's uh yes what? yes as 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 it should but uh and he turns around and whistles loudly and he goes eldrock yes yeah they're gonna they're gonna need that after all um be quick about it to which off in the distance you sort of see that campfire suddenly become two campfires. Okay. And then the campfires move. And suddenly wings spread out. Large, large wings. Up on top of a hill nearby, suddenly there is the form, the leaping form into the air of what appears to be a dragon. Okay that proceeds to fly quickly above you, Xanatari, and uh, future Cesar. Cesar pulls his crossbow and points it up and says, Watch out! Um, there's the, the future Cesar goes, No, 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 but you, you may want to shield your eyes so slightly this, gets, this tends to get a little bright. As the form of the dragon goes 
somewhat like it's going to go crashing into like like a hawk coming down and going to yeah. scoop something out of the out of the water goes and suddenly this huge massive blast of flame breath goes and just absolutely appears to engulf the giant um, purple worm as the dragon goes smashing into where that worm stood before suddenly leaping off into the air. Right. The By the time that you look back, though, Cesar, the area is quiet, clear, and free of people or obstruction. However, two saddlebags remain. All right. Uh, well... I go and look in the saddlebags. And you, you find the, the coin currency that is supposed to be in there. Okay. I immediately take... Let's see, how many of us are there? There's four of us. I take a thousand platinum and hide it among my person. Okay. And then I keep the rest in the saddlebags and I go... I. Um, they're probably pretty heavy. Um, I'll have probably have no choice but to go back for my horse and then come back and get them, assuming they're still there. By by the way, Cesar, the other smaller saddlebag, yeah, has a thousand platinum in it. Oh, <laughs> good. Um, so, okay. um, Zantari, would you take us out? Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers and the Super Number One Podcast with Kevin and Andrew. One topic, two geeks, several beers. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at supernumberone.libson.com. Join us for a worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. Hey everybody, Rabbit here with a public service type announcement. As you may or may not know, Genesee used to have sponsorship for her podcasts, but she doesn't anymore. As such, I suggested to her in the meantime that she could put up a Amazon wishlist. And after many, 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 many messages on Facebook, I finally convinced her to do so. Genesee was very hesitant and uh, felt weird about saying this herself, so uh, the bunny will do it for her. So if you have enjoyed her Gray Area podcast, and you might want to return the smile or uh, good times, you now have a chance to do so through the Amazon wishlist. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com and do a search for wishlist and type in Genesee Gray at Yahoo.com and it should pop right up there. And when I checked it this morning, gifts range from some books at around $10 was the low range. And then it was a few games that are older games, so they were sort of, you know, mid-range price, like around 20 25 bucks or so. And then it was at least one or two uh, newer games that are, you know, around 55 to 60 bucks. But if you have enjoyed her podcast and want to say thank you in a way that is not a direct donation of monies, you can do an indirect donation of monies through uh, getting a gift. You can go to the Amazon wishlist and pick out something and send it to her. And if you can't afford to send a donation... But you do want to send some appreciation to your favorite podcaster. Pretty much all of us do appreciate getting a little note now and then. Send an email or post on the Facebook page. Okay, that's it. Okay, thanks. Bye.